In order to retire successfully, you'll need vision. You'll also need a plan to execute that vision. Welcome to Retirement Pathfinder with Barbara Lane and Phil Gusky. On today's show, we'll give you the tools you need to navigate unique challenges you'll face in retirement. It's time to chart your financial future. Retirement Pathfinder starts now. It's a mailbag edition of the Retirement Pathfinder podcast. We're going to go through a few questions that have come into the show. We appreciate everyone that's sent them in and everyone that's listened, provided feedback to us. We greatly appreciate that. And we are reading and getting to as much as we can. And we'll do as much as we can on this show. But if you have anything, send it in to us. Pathfinderwealth.com is the website. And you can always call Barbara and Phil directly at 815-399-9806. Barbara and Phil, good to catch up with you again. How's everything? Great. Great to be here, Ben. Going well. Yeah. In (laughs) fact, uh, yeah, it's, uh, hey, we're, we're really optimistic about this year. One of the things that we know is that, you know, we finished out the year strong. The stock market actually uh, came up, it, it finished out strong and returns went well. You know, if you think about it, that was one of the, the greatest uh, stock market debacles we've seen, you know, in, in years. And, uh, you know, it didn't turn out to be the end of the world. Gosh, right. you know, it, uh, <laughs> it actually recovered, came back. And uh, so a lot of our clients Ben, have been asking us, what about 2021? You know, is it going to be the same? Uh, you know, they, they have a tendency to be influenced by the politics of the whole thing. But, you know, one of the things I tell folks is that, you know, companies are not countries. So in spite of the fact that maybe the co- country will do some dumb things in terms of tax law or whatever, companies are still run by smart people and they'll figure out how to make money for their, for their customers, for their clients, for their stockholders, uh, whether it's here or overseas. And uh, they will always figure out a way. You know, the American pre- pre-enterprise system is, is strong and at work. Uh, one of the other things we tell folks is that there, there's a reason why the stock market recovered so quickly. It wasn't a financial calamity. It was a, it was a healthcare calamity. And so all that pent-up demand for products and services, are, it's still there. Right. They're still there. People still need to put gas in their cars and buy automobiles and, you know, produce for their house and that type of thing. And so uh, we believe that the market is going to remain strong in the foreseeable future, not just this year. So we're, we're pretty upbeat. We're optimistic. Uh, we're not making any predictions, but we are saying that um, it looks very good for the future here, Ben. Yeah, we're encouraged by it. It's, yeah. you know, like you said, Phil, too, that sometimes during a change of administration, the market may take a hit, and, but um, then it resumes its normal path. Got to stay the course. That's always important. Uh, no yeah. matter where you are, stay in the course and follow in the process and the plan that's put in place by Barbara and Phil and uh, and whoever you, the professional is you work with. You got to follow that plan. And you know, I'm sure there's a lot of questions that you've been getting in the office for 2021. Just a lot of uncertainty yep. still. A lot of hey, what's going to happen? You know, down the road. So we want to bring some of those questions on the show today and try to answer some of those. And I'll remind you too, that you can always, if you have a question for Barbara and Phil, the best way to, to send it in is just to get in touch with them directly. They'll be happy to really dive into your situation and, uh, and help you out. We'll do the best we can on the show based on the information you provide, but to get the best answer, the most comprehensive answer, visit pathfinderwealth.com or give them a call at 815-399-9806. So first question I've got for you is from Diana. She says, I've heard about a strategy using life insurance to create income for yourself in retirement. Is this a legitimate strategy? That particular question comes up a lot. Uh, There's a lot of people that are pushing life insurance as a savings vehicle for retirement. And I'll be honest with you, Ben, I've never seen really a life insurance policy that was taken out by a 22-year-old that was able to fund the retirement at age 65. I mean, I, maybe they're out there someplace, but in the many years I've been doing this, I've not seen it. Mm-hmm. But that being said, there's really two stages of life where life insurance does come into play. 
And let me talk about the two stages. The first stage is what we call the accumulation or earnings stage of, of our years. And that's the example where we have a 30-year-old couple with three small kids. Dad is uh, an engineer earning $90,000 per year, and mom's a stay-at-home mom. And uh, the question is, what if the main breadwinner here, dad in this case, uh, dies prematurely? Accident, illness, whatever. Well, that, that particular family is in a pickle. They really are. They, uh, uh, that's the worst case scenario for a family. We've seen it happen, unfortunately. But life insurance is the only way to create an immediate estate to replace dad's income. So if we're looking at the amount that they should buy at that point, well, you know, prior to the person's death, obviously, uh, 10 to 15 times the annual salary would be probably a good uh, rule of thumb. And a lot of it depends on the children's ages because you know, all they're going to get is basically a widow's or, or child orphan benefit. And so the question is, well, how can you afford a million, a million and a half dollars worth of life insurance? Well, you, if you uh, are making $90,000 per year, you'd be hard pressed to buy a whole life insurance policy or a cash value life insurance policy. So the alternative would be term insurance, which is really the way to go, term life insurance. And so uh, that's what we recommend for younger families is term life insurance. We don't recommend it as a savings plan. We recommend they save their money outside of the life insurance policy in a 401k or a 403b or an IRA. And by the way, Barb, uh, this whole topic of life insurance is how I entered the business back when I was in the military. You know, I bought a $20,000 whole life policy that was going to provide me about $40,000 at retirement in 20 years. And the salesman <laughs> said to me, he said, well, son, you know, you'll have your military pay and $40,000. How much more could you possibly need? <laughs> so you got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I said, well, nuts to that stuff. I, I believe, you know, Another friend of mine showed me term insurance. And for the, 20, the money I was spending on the $20,000 of life insurance, I bought a $250,000 policy. Well, again, now the second stage of life, yes, we do see the need for life insurance for cash value life insurance. Uh, and this is called the decumulation or your retirement years. And cash value or whole life insurance can be used in the various type of strategies that we often employ here. As, as an example, to take, pay for um, a tax-free income, to, to take tax-free income out of the policy where you drop a certain amount in prior to retirement and you really load up the policy with a lot of cash, you can actually withdraw money from the policy tax-free. Not a bad thing. It's a, it's a legal device. It's been used for years. Cash value life insurance can be used to cover debt, such as business, real estate, or loans, and what we call buy-sell agreements. And we have examples where we would insure farmers, where you'd have Four kids and the son wants to stay on the farm. The other three kids want to go to the city. Mom and dad are gone. You know, how do we buy out the son that wants to stay on the farm? So we get something from the estate and that was financed through life insurance. Sure. You know, you can cover uh, the taxes of estate tax with life insurance. You can pass along tax-free in income at death. And this would be one where you have large uh, 401k plans, IRA plans, uh, that would go to the kids. And if you're not careful, you could lose up to 60, 70% of that to various taxes. And life insurance can be used to offset the tax, either completely or partially. And the final one I want to mention is what we call the hybrid version of long-term care. And you can buy a life insurance policy now that provides long-term care insurance, which is kind of a neat concept. We've used it several times. Sure. Yes, yeah, I, I agree. I've done it with my clients too, Phil. But I agree that it's not a retirement savings vehicle. No. Life insurance is not. Um, but life insurance to create income, I do have a few clients that have high income and then the strategy has worked very well for them. As a matter of fact, it's a strategy where you can actually have a qualified plan own it in the beginning policy years. But these are advanced strategies and I wouldn't recommend anyone try and do this on their own. 
I've also got clients that have purchased policies to pass on to their kids so their kids can pay the tax bill on their sizable IRAs. Those are very nice parents. Very, very generous. Those are yes. very generous parents to have. Um, life insurance, as most of our listeners know, is, is a tax-free, so it's a nice gift to their kids. Um, but it is not a strategy for everyone, and not everyone will qualify either. But the uh, c- clients that I mentioned in the latter part of this, they, they don't need their IRAs. They've got pension, they've got Social Security. You know, they're going to be having to take required minimum distributions, so they want to pass these nice-sized policies onto their kids to pay the taxes uh, when they receive them. Thanks for that question, Diana. Hopefully that answer gives you a little bit of clarity, but you can always reach out to a professional and always have a plan. There may be maybe some value in life insurance for you. You might have a place in your plan, and but the best way to figure that out is to sit down and, and have that conversation. Uh, Ron is next. He says, and I'm sure this question has come up a time or two in your office, but he says, I'm anticipating a market crash any day now. So I have about half of my IRA in cash. That means I have about 350000 that's not really making any money. So I don't want to just leave it there for too long. How long should I wait before I reinvest it? Oh, yes, we do get this question a lot. Well, Ron, I'm sad to hear that you took half your money out of the market last year. The S&P 500 alone did about 15.7%. So did someone advise you to do that? Um, If you went to cash on your own, what was the reason? In other words, was the news telling you to do so? Um, The media is pretty good at scare tactics. When you saw the tax year and how it ended this, uh, this last year, I mean, was that something that you would, would have changed in your decision and maybe not made that same decision? But I ask these questions because going to cash is a form of market timing. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't recommend any form of market timing like going to cash, timing like stock market, stock picking, individual stock picking, track record investing. Those are all forms of market timing. I'd be curious as to how you're invested now. Because a well-diversified portfolio that's academically based with all asset classes is going to be the most efficient for investors. And when you own the entire market, including 45 countries, then what we do here at Pathfinder is we just rebalance on the highs and the lows. And here's the problem when you go to cash. You have to be right on both sides, getting out and getting back in. And no one, research has shown that no one is successful at doing that. Well, I was trying to find some research on what that looks like when you missed out on the de- then uh, several of the best days to be in the stock market. And uh, there was a guy by the name of Michael Loy that had done some research, and this goes back to April of 2019. And it's time in the market versus time out of the market. So his study from January of 1999 through December of 2018, if you just invested $10,000 and you stayed fully invested for those 20 years, you'd have had $29,800 almost triple your money. So for our listeners, there are certain days to be in the stock market that have very big gains, but you have to be in the stock market to get to have that. Well, if you just missed 10 days, think of that 10 days within a 20-year period, your investment would have been down to about 14,800. You missed half your gain. If you missed 30 of the best days, 6,200, and it just gets worse. And so if you think of that, 30 days in a 20-year in a period of being out of the stock market, you go from $30,000 if you were fully invested down to about 6,000. So many people get out of the stock market at the, at, the, at the wrong time, like in the 2008 downturn. That was a big mistake. The stock market had actually then bottomed in March of 2009. And I know people that were still on the sidelines several years later. Ron, I would say if you can't stomach risk, maybe look at an allocation that's less risky because you don't have to take a lot of risk in retirement. If you can't sleep at night, maybe look at another option. And we have said this once in a while to people, and that is that some people are just not meant to be investors in the stock market. But there are other solutions for your IRA. 
I was talking to a client the other day, Barb, and, and this person was really worried about the stock market. And uh, they were probably 15 years away from retirement. And I said, well, you know, let me, let me kind of share something with you. Over my lifetime, I have looked at the stock market as being a, a, a success. All right. In other words, if you if you put together a plan and your portfolio is is uh, academically refined so that you have the right asset classes and the right balances and you stick with the program, you will be successful. That's exactly what has happened, uh, historically speaking. Yeah. What has really failed the client is what we call their investor behavior. In other words, they pulled out of the market early. They got spooked. Um, they decided to time the market or whatever. Not even the professionals can get the timing right, like you said, Barb. It mm-hmm. just, you know, you could be right 50% of the time, but if you're wrong the other 50%, you, 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 can, end up, you can end up losing it all. Right. And so, yeah, we want to make sure that Ron does not uh, remain a, a market timer if that's what he's doing. And he should give us a call about that. Sure. Definitely, Ron. You can do that at 815 399 9806. All right. April says, my husband and I plan to take care of one another as we get older, unless one of us is just in extremely bad health. Since this is our plan, how much long-term care coverage do we really need? I really love this question. You know, and I'll call (laughs) this the marriage vow question. Okay. For better or worse, richer or poor in sickness or in health. And I think it's, you know, that for us older uh, married couples, we've been around, uh, uh, gosh, you know, 46 years for us. And uh, we have vowed that we're going to take care of each other uh, later in life once um, you know our health starts to give out. Uh, but but you remember the old uh, comedian Rosanna, Rosanna Dana? I remember her okay. voice. She said <laughs> her, her byline was, it's always something. It's <laughs> yes. always something, yeah. which means yeah. life doesn't always turn out the way we think it, it will, you know, and, and I, it's called the 50% rule. What I mean by that is that Couples or individuals that are are age 65, there's a 50% probability that you're going to end up going to a nursing home. That's the fact. I mean, there's no disputing that fact. Uh, In a a seminar, we'll say, okay, look to the person to your left, look to the person to your right, don't scream. (laughs) But one of those two people is going to end up in a nursing home, you know, so you need to prepare for it. Now, if you're a a person 60 years of age at this point, and uh, you work out regularly, you eat right most of the time. And, and part of it, you have, you know, you have a good gene pool that you come from. You're probably going to be the one that's, that's going to need long-term care insurance. Because you're too healthy. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> going to be the healthy one. So, you know, like my, my buddy says, well, I like to smoke a drink. That's why you know, I, I won't go to a nursing home. That's, that's why I do it. Well, you know, I, I would think of better alternatives than smoking and drinking stay out of nursing homes. But April does ask the question, how much long-term care coverage do we really need? So to answer that question... I need to put my Columbo raincoat on. You remember Columbo from the detective series? He didn't yeah. have a hat. He had a raincoat that was all yeah. shabby. You know, one, uh, one more thing. Yeah, one more thing, sir. <laughs> excuse me. Well, here we go into our questioning mode again. We're so nosy at Pathfinder, but for good reason. You know, we want to ask probing questions to give you a qualified answer. So we need to examine, you know, April, yours and your husband's assets and income. Why? Because you know, whatever it is, the difference could be made up by long-term care. You don't have to buy a huge long-term care policy to cover the exposed liability. The other thing we need to do is determine the cost in your area for long-term care. And what I mean by that is, you know, how much does it cost for home health care, for assisted living, for nursing home care? Where you live makes a huge difference. The difference between living, let's say, in New York area, Chicagoland area, those particular costs are going to be much different from downstate Illinois, as an example. The other thing we want to determine too, and April doesn't give us her age, but we need to know what their age is because couples in their mid-60s could end up 
is paying, uh, paying very little for long-term care insurance for a comprehensive plan, maybe $2,500. But if you decide to wait to your mid-70s, how about $7,500 a year or even more, mm-hmm. depending on the bells and whistles and the options you yeah. have put on the plan? The other thing we want to do is help people to consider something that's an alternative to these expensive plans using something called asset-based long-term care. And that's where you make a deposit into an account. And let's say it's a $50,000 deposit, you make a new account, and there's a multiple of that deposit by three times. So $50,000 deposit in the account will give you $150,000 worth of long-term care coverage for nursing home care, uh, home health care, assisted living. And the whole concept here is if, if uh, you don't use it, you won't lose it. it won't, it'll come back to you if you don't need it, okay? So that's, that's the part about the alternative. Sure. We, there are alternatives besides traditional. Yeah. Um, and people are living longer, but life insurance companies will only issue a long-term care policy now for up to six years max. So for traditional coverage, I just want to mention that premiums do increase each year, and you want to be able to cover those increases. I would say look to start at maybe a three-year plan. Um, people usually look at uh, long-term care insurance based on affordability. So we recommend long-term care here and, and due to longevity and especially if you're married and you have assets that you want the kids to have because one spouse may survive the nursing home, but for both, it's a little bit risky. When we work with clients to give them coverage, and there are many types of plans, as Phil had mentioned, and there are plans whereby if you don't go to the nursing home, as Phil mentioned, your premiums return to the family. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a number of clients that, that have chosen that option. And you don't have to be a Model A in health for that particular option. But the average nursing home stay is about 2.8 years. And another option is to look for a plan where you'd have shared coverage. And both of you can be on the policy, and that's a little more affordable, too. There you go. Some uh, some possibilities there for you. But April, I always want to get a, a plan that's customized for you and, and be able to sit down and, and give all your information and go through your entire portfolio and plan there. Uh, but thanks for the question. We have what time for one more. It's from Tom. Since I have an MBA and I understand investments well, so I've always handled my portfolio myself instead of having any professional help, and I've always done well. In your honest opinion, is there really any reason for me to work with an advisor? Well, that is a good question. And, and uh, first of all, Tom, congratulations. The answer to your question is, it depends. <laughs> it sounds, sounds like you may have a handle on your investments, but what about the taxation of your investments? We don't know if this is an IRA, if this is a tax added capital gains rate, if it's a tax-free Roth, if it's a combination. Not knowing your account values and what your plans are for this money, it's not fair to give you just a yes or no answer. So I would have about six questions for you, and this would really just be the start. And one is, are these investments for retirement? What is your current age? And are you taking advantage of tax savings on low rates right now with Roth conversions? And what about income? How much will your portfolio provide and survive? Because you have to look at at least 30 years of income once you retire. When's the best time to take Social Security? You've got health care options. And number five, estate planning. Estate protection. Are you married? I've had wives tell me that they don't want their husbands to invest and handle their money in retirement. Do you have any estate planning documents such as a will or a trust? And lastly, are you charitable? So Tom, investments are the easy part. You are hopefully in a well-diversified portfolio if you're nearing retirement, but there are so many other pieces to the puzzle. A holistic advisory firm, which is what we are, will help in all areas. We look at more than just the investment piece because it's important to take into consideration all the areas that I mentioned. You know, other questions that I would have is how long will your money last? We've sat down with people that have sizable portfolios and they really don't know. They're really worried about their money lasting in retirement. 
taxes are going to go up. And what are you doing about tax savings right now as far as taxes at a low rate? And lastly, our clients want to work with us as an advisor. They want to work and go through, they want to enjoy their retirement and they have the trust and the faith in us to do their decision making for them. Um, They don't want to be doing these things and they, they don't want to do them on their own. So they were looking for guidance and that's why they came to us. So when I meet with someone, I don't try and talk them into working with us because we're so much better. They have to see our value. And if we meet once or twice, both sides will know if it makes sense to move forward. So I would suggest to meet with a couple of advisors. And that should also help you to answer your question. Yeah, it, Barb, Tom sounds like he has a lot of confidence, a lot of self-confidence uh, with what he handles. And that might be true. And, and like you said, you know, we're never going to convince somebody or try to con- convince somebody to not be a, a do-it-yourselfer. If they've had good success, you know, I often ask the person success compared to what, you know, um, right. You know, that's the thing. We don't know if, if you don't know how to measure it, but even the, uh, the most successful athletes out there, the most successful business people out there, they have the need for individual coaching. They realize their need for individual expertise over and above what they know. And so that if, if these people know the importance of, of individual coaching, uh, even a do it yourself or should find somebody that could give them some direction there. But here's the thing, you know, people don't know what they don't know. Very true. You know, they don't know what they don't know. Uh, and so what they don't know might hurt them. It will hurt them, you know, in the long run. So we would uh, really encourage Tom to seek some expertise, uh, you know, even pay for the, the expertise that you could get uh, on an hourly rate basis or something of that nature. But our advice is don't go it alone. Get a second opinion, if nothing else. Absolutely. Yeah, second opinion can only benefit you. For sure. And, uh, and, and that's one thing I've learned along the way in this podcast is that there's so much more to the retirement planning, the comprehensive plan yep. that, that you two offer than just, you know, investing and, and trying to uh, grow the assets you have. There's just so much more to it. So thanks for the question, Tom. And it's good that you're asking that and thinking about it for sure, not, uh, you know, overconfident in what you're able to do. So hopefully you'll find the answers you're looking for. Hopefully you all did on this episode of the Retirement Pathfinder. If you ever have any questions for us, we'd we welcome you to send them in to us. You can connect online at pathfinderwealth.com. There's a contact link there. Send them in that way. Or if you prefer, you can just call Barbara and Phil directly and ask them your questions and maybe sit down and have a meeting and go through things a little bit deeper than we can on the show. And you can do that by calling at 815-399-9806. So thanks for the mailback questions as always. Thanks for listening to the podcast, Barbara and Phil. Thank you for all the answers. Thank you. Thanks, Great to be with everyone. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.